Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. This is Nasser Pasha. And this is Matt Staub. And welcome to our business legal podcast, where we cover business in the news and add our legal twists and also answer some of your business legal questions that you, the listener, sends in to ask at legallysoundsmartbusiness.com. I, I almost forgot the dot com there. <laughs> That's all right. We already, I, I nailed it. We have all the, we bought all of them, all the domain extensions. That's right. So. Actually, I looked into Dot Pizza. Apparently, Dot Pizza is not out yet, and I was going to buy just the waiting list one, but I wasn't sure if, how that works. So, <laughs> as soon as it comes out, though, I find it hard to believe that stuff's going to catch on. But who knows? Yeah, we'll start it for sure. Well, I'm excited for this episode. I think it's going to be our best episode ever because we're covering your favorite celebrity. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't even know if Paris Hilton was relevant. I don't understand why she was even relevant in the first place. But this involves it's a lawsuit that involves Paris Hilton, and I am sure this isn't the first lawsuit she's been a part of. But it basically deals with a breach of contract claim. They're saying that she breached her licensing agreement. I guess she had a sponsorship deal with the shoe company Antebi Footwear Group. So she had some deal with them, and basically got in trouble for promoting one of their big competitors on her social media, which to me, it's not a surprise because she never came off as intelligent. So I'm, I'm not really shocked by this. Yeah, some rival product called Parisian Park Footwear. We are so out of touch. I have no idea what these two companies are and what they do. I, well, I guess they sell footwear. But <laughs> one of the reasons we're bringing this up is that they are saying that she breached the covenant of good faith and fair dealing. Now, this is an interesting concept because this covenant of good faith and fair dealing Sometimes it's put in as a clause in the actual agreement, but a lot of times this is just an implied term in every agreement. And the point is that Paris Hilton may not have seen a term that says, okay, you can't promote a competitive product on Twitter in a term and saying, okay, well, now I guess I can do that. But this implied good faith and fair dealing covenant is actually considered a term in there and it could be a cause for breach. Yeah, and the the reason it's in there is for examples just like this. And so it's not really surprising. I always think it's interesting if you see, you'll see this in sports, but an athlete would be contracted with one shoe company like a Nike, and then they'll play for a team that's sponsored by another company like Adidas. And there's always issues of conflict. You're like, well, I got to wear my shoes, the company that I have a deal with, but I'm playing for the US national team that has a deal with this other company. What am I supposed to do? So I, there's probably outs in that situation, but not for instances like this where Parasol just appears to be not the smartest. And if you read between the lines, this is what happened, it looks like, is that this company sued Paris only in response because Paris Hilton filed a lawsuit saying that they haven't been paying royalties for about a million dollars or so. And so what it looks like is, is that, okay... She may have tweeted this or promoted this other product, competing product, and this other company stopped paying her, and so she made the first move. I'm just wondering if she sued first before she even promoted the competing product, it would definitely change the facts there if that's the case. Yeah, that's a good point too. I'm kind of stuck on the fact that one of the few things I do know about Paracel in is she hates how big her feet are. I remember seeing that. <laughs> this is true. I remember seeing this at one point just randomly. So I don't know why she would get in with a shoe company or a footwear company if she really hates her feet that much. 
There's your weekly uh, celebrity fact of the week. I did not know that. I don't know why I know that, but I remember hearing it at one point. It may not even be true. In fact, it sounds like you just made it up just now, but I'm not saying anything. She is tall, so it makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. But lesson to be learned is that just because you have an agreement that may not specify a term that you can't do certain thing doesn't mean that you still should because this covenant of good faith and fair dealing is kind of a catch-all. Now, to be fair, it's not the best legal argument because if you're depending upon that term, that means that really you don't have anything else to stand on. And so it's not looking good on that end because it's still hard to prove, but it's just something to keep in mind when you are contracting with other people. Yeah, definitely. I think you're exactly right. And so was I. In her 2006 autobiography, she confessed. And I don't, why is she writing an autobiography in 2006, first off? That's weird. But Well, that's probably how you found out, right? You probably read it, right? Yeah, I forgot that I did read it. She says, okay, <laughs> I admit it. I desperately hate one thing about my body. I have size 11 feet. So there you go. Fact of the day. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to our question of the day. That was a nice Paris Hilton break. <laughs> we had the fact of the day followed right after with the question of the day. Very good. Is it legal to record audio of employees in the workplace without their consent? And I don't know where, they didn't tell us where this question's from, which actually is kind of important yeah. because it's a state-by-state issue. Let's first let's get some the concept here is that we have employers that are basically spying on their employees and it reminds me of how just the employer-employee relationship just has changed quite a bit, right? There's no loyalty among employees anymore. And employers just are so afraid of employment issues that they're so distrustful of the employees that they're scared of dealing with them. And I wonder if this aspect of spying on your employees is becoming more prominent because of that. But I have to mention this because you know how I said that there's a covenant of good faith and fair dealing implied in almost every contract? There's also a covenant of a duty of loyalty amongst employees. And so that kind of relates to this as well. But anyway, to answer the question, <laughs> maybe you should start talking because I, I went on a big tangent there. You didn't even come close to actually answering the question. You have your own. <laughs> <laughs> I made up my own question and then answered yeah, it. Did you write this question in and you just wanted a platform to speak your opinions? <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I don't really ever read the questions. I just answer the questions that I feel like answering in my head. So let's see, is it legal to record audio of employees in the workplace without their consent? I'm going to say no. It seems like a pretty clear-cut no. If you do it without their consent, and I would think even with their consent, you might run into some issues, but at least you have a much better argument that you're allowed to do it. And you you can do it for quality-controlled reasons like that. So I I would think in those instances, you'd be able to get by. But without their consent, yeah, I I don't see that working out for you as the employer. Yeah. And in fact, both federally and state, there's a pretty strict wiretapping laws. And this would be considered wiretapping, basically listening to someone's conversation without their knowledge or consent. And without their consent, I assume it's without their knowledge too. But I was trying to figure out, okay, is there a way to record audio of your employees? And there may be a way, but even then it's like, it's really risky because in most states, only one party of the conversation needs to have consent. But if there's a third party listening in, like an employer listening to an employee and a customer and only the employee consents, that's basically wiretapping and that's not allowed. But what if it's in a work environment where it's just employees and all the employees know that their audio is being recorded and listened to? Then I suppose if it's very clear and the consent is clear, then maybe. But then the question is, what if someone else walks in the room and their voice is recorded, 
right? And they don't know about the recording. And then, then it's a whole nother issue. Yeah, that's a good point. It seems pretty risky. I mean, even if you do have it in your employee policies and allow it, just it seems like you're running some issues. And like you said, too, the whole, and I guess we will circle back to the point you're making at the beginning with the loyalty issues. There's just a lot of things that are going to come up if you try to do this, yeah. negative things. And just to specify, there are a few states like California, and there's probably a few other that I can't think of that require both parties to consent to the recording. And so what that means is, is that if Matt and I are recording right now, we both are, have knowledge that it's recording, but if someone else is recording us and we don't know, then that's the problem. Yeah. I think that's it. I think we got it. <laughs> Even though we are able to let you voice your opinions and then also answer the question. So that's a good job. <laughs> I'm now getting paranoid that someone might be recording our conversation right now. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it. And we told people where to send their questions in. Thanks for joining us. Keep it sound and keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.